welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am your humble host, Slider Sports Guy. I'm joined by a few of my good friends. As always, we start off with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? Man, what up with it, fellas? How y'all going, man? Uh, see Ned's in the building as always, you know what I'm saying? Boy, birthday coming up in a week, you know, so it's going to be a celebration. Uh-oh, birthday boy, birthday boy coming up soon, man. We're going we gonna to pull out. We're going to go in. You know what, what, what I like about Chance? Chance is always on the thirst and always want the best for the people in the world. He wants people to prosper. He believes in higher education. So for Chance's birthday, we're going to go out and, and donate some money to some young lady scholarship funds, college scholarship funds. <laughs> because we, cause Chance believes in secondary education, man. That's what he believes in. So we're going to go, go and donate money to our young women's our college funds. Always been a very charitable guy. Always, man. You, you, you're the best, man. You're the best. About giving back. It's about giving back, man. About giving back, man. On the other side, down, down below, down below. Well, he not, he not. Uh, uh, he, he. I guess he is just LeBron Brown today. He ain't, he ain't nothing special today. Oh man. But we got the. Oh, there it is, LeBeal Russell. We got LeBeal Russell. LeBeal. Boy, do what it do. It's your boy Beezy the Goat, man, aka LeBeal Russell. Shout out to the Goat, Bill Russell, man, and uh, we send our condolences. Let's send, get this party started. Send our condolences, man. We want to start off, man, talking about Bill Russell, man. Um, you know, what can you say about Bill Russell? You know, great, great basketball player, won 11, 11 uh, championships, Championship. 11 NBA titles. And, and not only, you know, he was great on the court, all the stuff he did off the court, man, for civil rights, man, being a strong black man at a time when it was hard to be a strong black man. You know what I'm saying? You know, you, you got a guy like that, man. It's, what can you say? I will say this. Like you just said, a lot of times with these athletes and, you know, entertainers, we lose sight of what, you know, lose sight of what they mean off the court or off the screen or, or off that big platform because it's a lot of good things that go on with these celebrities. And Bill Russell was was definitely one, the way he gave back not only to basketball, but to to black folks and, and to, to the humankind as a whole. Man, he was just an upstanding guy. And I'm glad I was able to get one of his jerseys, one of his um, official throwback jerseys, man. So I don't think I'll ever wear that. I think it's going in a frame and just going to keep it, man. Oh, he was definitely an icon, man, you know. Got the most championships out of anybody, anybody out there, you know. I know it was uh what about 10, 12 teams back then. <laughs> Still some, somebody had to win it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, you, you, deal with, you deal with your circumstances. Hey, if I got 12 teams, I'm gonna beat them 12, you know. And these days you got what 30? You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. But he um even more than what he did in basketball, like you said, uh he was special off the court. Because you know he made a lot of uh, impact in a lot of people's lives, and uh, he was very influential to a lot of people. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir, man. It, it, it's amazing, man. Like you say, man, the impact that this man had. And not only, you know, being in a time, you know, in the 60s when it was just a real turbulent, real tough time, man. But he did this shit in Boston, man. And, and Boston is probably the most racist Notorious. town in America. You know what I'm saying? You know, you winning, you winning for these people, and then they still calling you niggas. You know what I'm saying? You know, man, so shout out, shout out to Bill Russell. But man. think about this as well, though. We talk about him being, you know, older and what he did back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. But think about how he transcended time. He still was on the level talking, to, giving LeBron James advice, mm-hmm. talking about KD. I think he's just such an icon that it didn't matter what era he was in. I think he would have been just as popular and just as powerful no matter oh. what era he played in Oh, yeah, man. And you know, it's funny. You talk about what area played in. I remember when they did that first uh, top 50 greatest of all time, man. Uh, Bill, somebody asked him, he said, you know, what What you think you would do in today's game, man? How many points you think you would average in today's game? He said, man, I don't know. I'll probably average about eight, about eight or ten. And the reporter looked at him like, you're crazy. He said, about eight or ten, man. You Bill Russell. How you just going to average about eight or ten? He said, well, I am 70 years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> <that> right now. <laughs> he said, he'll get that now. Get it right he now. I'm a bucket. A bucket, a walking bucket, man. Walking bucket. Speaking of buckets, man, let's talk about buckets of stuff. Bucket. Do you know what today is, man? Do y'all know what today uh, is? What's I think I got a good idea, but I may be wrong. Bam! Bam. We're going to put it on the screen right there. there it is. <laughs> Happy National Orgasm Day. Look at you. <laughs> it is oh, official. <laughs> this ain't hey, no real They make a day stuff. about anything. Well, that's a good day to have. That's a good day, a good day right here. That Happy. should be 360 fizzy. Bussing one. Hey, you know what? Talking about bussing one. We, <laughs> new just popped up on the screen. We got my man Dino. He just got married. He a newlywed, man. Dino out there, he bussing one. There you go, man. man Happy old, National Boy, got some day to you. Old as that dude is, he can't be no newlywed. <laughs> <laughs> you too old, Hulk. Oh, Lord. Not a newlywed, but congrats to you and, and your missus, man. Proud of you, dude. There you go, man. There you go, man. But, hey, it is National Orgasm Day, man. You're right, Chance. It is a day for everything out there, man. I don't know who came, who came up with all this stuff, but, shit, it's, it's out there. It's out there. So, hopefully everybody celebrated correctly. You know what I'm saying? Make sure it's a uh, – they say wishing you all the consensual pleasure that you deserve. Make sure you don't take nothing. Don't go oh. and take – don't go and take nothing. And if you get a massage, it's just a massage. It's, it's not. Just, it's not, not a part of National Orgasm Day. Boy, LeBron, <laughs> you a trip, LeBron. I just read your your chat, boy. Man, but yeah, man, you know. And, hey, and if you don't have a willing partner, go take care of yourself, man. Show yourself some self love. You can always get one. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, no, can't nobody love you like you love yourself. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you can always trade one for six. One for six. That's always a good trade. I'm going to give all- you one and I'm going to get six. Take it all day. There it is. There <laughs> it is, man. Shout, shout out to Larry. See Larry in the chat. I see you. What's going on, brother? Man. 
Um, lot going. I don't know. Is that is that Larry? I can't click. I can't click on the profile right now. But is that Harry? You say Larry Thomas, but is that Harry? Or is that Harry cousin? I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't see him in the chat. He was in the chat. Say Larry Thomas. You know we. You know Harry. We played ball with Harry, but I, I don't know if Harry's real name was Larry or. No, that man that, named Harry. His daddy's name was Harry. I thought his, his daddy's name, name was Larry. No, no you know what? His daddy brother his name. That's his right. Twin name Larry. So that must be. So Larry must be his cousin. Yes, that's his first cousin. Yeah. Man, this some local hey, shit. Mama, mama named Clay. I'm calling Clay. <laughs> this is some local shit. People listening on the show, like, who the fuck is these dudes talking about? Larry, Harry, what are they talking about? These, 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 some, these some our partners we done known for a long time. These are partners we done known for a long time. Columbia, long, 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 Columbia, Columbia High's greatest tight end ever, Harry Thomas. I would, yes, I would think Javar's Hall and some of the other ones might have something to say, but we'll go with that for now. Gino uh, Bell might disagree. Might disagree. But as he, he was the greatest one I played with. He was the greatest tight end I ever played with. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't had much competition. I'm, I'm going with Javar's Hall from the class of 98. What up, Jay Hall? I played Javar with tight end when I played. Javar's defensive when I played. Hey, I know I know about the Javar's Hall caught the touchdown from Chance and against Everville. Yeah, yeah. He hey, played tight about- end too. Yeah, oh, that know, is. If I throw it to either one of them, they're going to come up with it. They're going to come up with it. I'm, uh, hey, I love both of them. There you I go. I do too. But I'm if we were actually you. throwing the ball, they would have had way more touchdowns. Hey. That can be God. Yeah. Y'all go ahead. I'm still I'm still Javar's Hall. I'm just playing here. You know, it ain't nothing but y'all on the same team. Chance, you, you're sounding kind of bitter about something out of your control. So that, <laughs> so that kind of feed into what's going on in the world feed into what's going on in the world uh with Khalees. Khalees <laughs> Navidad. Uh what's going on now? Khalees is upset. Oh don't want to ain't talking about the milkshakes. Is... No boy. She don't want to make she who she messing with she don't want to make the hive mad. Well <laughs> she she I think okay here go the word on the street. This is what's going on man. Um Khalees is upset because uh, she, I don't know if she's upset or a bit perturbed. That might be the word, a bit perturbed, because Beyonce did not reach out to her and give her a heads up that she was sampling her song. Now, let's break this down. Now, Khalees doesn't have any rights to her song anymore, the song that she sung, whichever song that, that they sampled. She doesn't have any rights. Um, she says it was a shady deal by Pharrell and uh, Chad Hugo from the Neptunes. You know, they stole her publishing. Uh, the Neptune say, you know, this is what you sign. We ain't steal nothing. We wrote the song or we made the song. It's our song. All right. Now, what Chad and Pharrell did, they produced this new Beyonce song. And with that new Beyonce song, um, with that new Beyonce song, they use five seconds of an old Khalees song. They use five seconds of an old Khalees song. Um, and they put that five seconds up under another part of the song. So you really have to search out those five seconds to actually find that song. 
And now Khalees is upset that Beyonce didn't reach out to her and say, hey, you using my song. I'm pretty sure Beyonce probably didn't even know that they was using a Khalees sample. You know, she, Beyonce a performer. She just going there and saying whatever the fuck they, um, whatever the fuck they write now. Yeah. You know? So, so did, did they use just the beat of her song or her voice? I don't know if they used the beat. I don't know what they use, man. You know, I got into an argument with somebody. Not an argument, but, you know, a Facebook disagreement with somebody I really respect. Um, I don't know if she wants to go by her DJ name or her real name, but we'll say DJ Liquid. Um, um, you know, I, I've always respected and admired what she did because she was a freshman when i was a senior i always used to call her the most talented little girl i know because she played drums in high school and she a rap music stuff yeah. yeah all that music she a rapper and a dj and you know she do a little podcast she do a little bit all she real talented girl but she's put on a post that Khalees is an icon i said man get the fuck out of here Khalees ain't no goddamn icon <laughs> Khalees has one gold album one gold album and what is that what is it uh, the one with the milkshake. The one. Okay, yeah. bring all the boys to the yard. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You ain't an icon if don't nobody know you. You know, an icon, and, and she got mad. You know, I said Aretha Franklin is an icon. I said uh, Diana Ross is an icon. Mary J. Blige is an icon. These are icons. Khalees is somebody who is popular to a small, small, small segment of people. And she says that she's a uh, forerunner, a creator, you know, people bid off of her style. No, I ain't nobody bid off your style, man. Sit, sit down some way, man. She ain't a musician, so that's how she feels, you know, so she know more about it than we do. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess you can't say that because she is a musician. So I, I, I give her that benefit of the doubt. But I think a lot of times, man, people throw out words and they, they throw them out prematurely or they throw them out too easy. You know, she's an a, a icon. She's a star. No, 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 no. You, you're not an icon. I mean, you, you big <laughs> in a small, 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 tiny segment. That's all. That's all. No, nobody else care about you. But that'll make you an icon. An icon is somebody, in my opinion, in my, my own thought, an icon is somebody who's big throughout everything. You know? Who the test of time like Bill Russell. Yeah, exactly. Like, like here go the thing. Mary J. Blige, uh, 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 well, Aretha Franklin dead, but you know what I'm saying? An icon like that, if she walked down the street, she can't walk down the street without somebody stopping her. Khalees can walk down the street and no one, nobody know who the fuck she is. <laughs> I could, I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't pick her out, you know, she walked down the street. My mama, the way I judge how famous somebody is, if my grandmama know you. <laughs> my, if my grandmama don't know you, that means you're not a super, superstar. You know, my grandmama's an old lady who live in the country. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, she watched The Price is Right. You know, she, she, she watched, you know, in the heat of the night. You know what I'm saying? You know, but if you're not a superstar, you're not a superstar. She's not even black famous. You know, sometimes people say you black famous. You ain't even black hood. famous. She hood famous. Yeah, ain't, ain't even hood famous, man. <laughs> get get the fuck out of here. Maybe I'm crazy, man. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. 
I don't but know. Even if Beyonce used five, used sampled a song, that's just bringing some, bringing her name back in the limelight because yeah, I ain't heard nothing from. I didn't even know that was Khalees' song until I mean I did know it, but you had to jog my memory that oh Khalees did sing Milkshake or whatever they call it. So I, I I don't see if you don't own it, you have no right for nobody to call you. Yeah, she she almost a one hit one for me. She had, I think she had two songs. That I can remember. All I know is the one song. What's it's, the other one? Oh, Bossy. I'm Bossy. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, that is. Oh, I do vaguely remember Bossy. Bossy. Milkshake. Milkshake. Yeah. It yeah, was, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't classify that as an icon. Yeah, that, that ain't an icon to me, man. You, you, you but, ain't an icon. But like you were saying, I, I don't think she should have to call. Beyonce should have to call her. That's like me calling Chance for something you own, Sly. Well, I'm going to call Chance and ask him for to get his approval for something you own. That don't make sense. If you want it, you want it. You know what I mean? She's going to use that regardless. Like, I don't need your permission. Right. (laughs) And that's my thing is, like, why do you expect her to call you? Why do you expect her to call you? It ain't. I'm pretty sure, like I say, I'm pretty sure she ain't even know that, that that song was being used. She ain't even know. she. It ain't like Beyonce get behind the scenes with Pharrell when they cooking up the beat. And they like, oh, we're going to use this. We're going to use that. She was credited on the album. You know what I'm saying? She was credited. She got her name or whatever credited on the album. That's what, what you expect. You know, in Hollywood, man, you never know. People People do everything for a reason. They might they might have did that on purpose so she can go out there and argue and everybody you know they talking about her and then a month from now she got an album coming out. <laughs> you know, any publicity is good publicity in Hollywood. Yeah, that is true. It's, uh, anything is good publicity. That's all you need. You just need a little bit. You know, something to make that make that money make that money go up a little bit. You get a little bit of now. Here go the thing. She done got her some. You know her name out there, so now she people streaming her music probably a little bit more than they probably ever streamed. So now she get she get a little bit of money. She get a little bit of money. Everybody like that money. She getting her money through cash out. She ain't getting a whole lot. Matter of fact, she's glad they take cash out. We glad they take. We do, but we do. If if she getting paid for her music through cash out. If you're a Khalees fan, or even if you're not a Khalees fan, you know, you can send some money to Cash App, send it to Dollar Sign, Rip 28 Podcast. <laughs> Go ahead. And that's the number. That's the, the, the numerical 28, yep. not the number word 28. R-I-P-2-8-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Send it on over, man. We're definitely not going to be mad at you if you shoot us a little something. Shoot, shoot and us we'll a- give you, And we'll give you a shout out. We'll definitely give you a shout out. You shoot us some cash. Hey, you know, yeah. I'm a, I'm a conspiracy a theorist. I'm a conspiracy theorist. What's that? Holla at me. Holla at me. Well, how about what if they had paid police behind the scenes to make this big spill just for, you know, record sales to hype up the album? Uh, what do you yeah, think? That probably could be. Well, it's, be, it's Beyonce, though. I don't, I don't think Beyonce needs to hype up her album anymore, you know? Well, it, it might not, it ain't Beyonce. It could have been somebody else. I don't know. Just a conspiracy theory since Chance say you never know what goes on in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, 
like uh, the NBA players get these contracts. Uh, they got one for 191 million. They ain't satisfied with that. They want the 250 million contract. You know, yeah, what they mean? want so, the max deal. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> it ain't never too much money, I guess. So it ain't never any, too any much. Any little, little thing you can do to get a little bit more, they you know they'll try it. They got so, people in their ear saying, "Hey, if you do this, this gonna happen. You are gonna make a little more cheese or something." So they were like, "All right, let's try it." So you trying to say they'll do a little something strange for a piece of change? Some strange for some change. Yeah, I'm sure sure they will. Yeah. Well, you know, everybody, man, they gonna um, they gonna do what it take to get that money, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing, but but here go here go the one argument that I would have with that is she's not getting paid off of it. So even if they did get more streams, I don't know how her money looked with how her being tied into um Oh she may get something, but I mean she don't own it, but you know how you get clicks or whatever, you get a percentage. I don't know if it's pennies on the dollar or whatever. But but if she if she if she don't own the song, she don't get um if she don't if she don't have any no royalties. Yeah, no royalties. You know in the contract you get something. Like you made the song, you get some type of royalty. You might don't get the most of it. The person who got when the song up. played, when the song, when the her actual song gets played, she may get some royalties, but she ain't gonna get nothing out for nobody else because she don't own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The, the when her song played. That oh be- yeah. That music, man, that music industry is a trip, man. It's a trip, man. How they, you know, how they hustle people. They get all these bad contracts. You get kids. It's like a lot of times, man, for the little bit I know about the music industry, maybe we need to bring somebody on who a professional who can tell us some more instead of us just giving these RIP 28 facts. But a lot of times you get a kid out here, you get kids fresh out the streets, and you say, here we go, I'm going to give you this $25,000 signing bonus. To sign on. Now, if you ain't got nothing, that twenty five thousand dollars look a, look real good. So you <laughs> sign on with that, or even a hundred. Let's say a hundred thousand. You give them a hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. They sign on. What they don't know, they don't sign the way half their rights for it, and then they not gonna get one dime back until they recoup that hundred thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? They gotta recoup all that money that they signed for up front. And so, yeah, man, it's, that music thing, it's a real tricky game, man. I heard P talking about it, about them 360 deals. Mm-hmm. P was talking about them and um, why he never uh, signed with nobody and he did his independent. Yep, because you look, at, you look at certain hustlers like the Cats in, in, in Texas and in Houston. A lot of them guys are independent and they selling out their trunk. And then mm-hmm. you got somebody like E-40 and Too Short. E-40 was saying – you know, he would sell his tapes for $10 a piece. You know, he sell his tapes for $10 a piece. So you multiply 10 times 50,000, what, that half a million? That half a million dollars, he, he's selling it out his trunk. Now, that ain't all no, that go to him. Straight to him. Straight to him, you know what I'm saying? So, shit, even if he only sell 20000 that's still $200,000. You know what I'm saying? He probably ain't paying no taxes on that either. And ain't no taxes coming. <laughs> well, he, he probably got a bullshit. He probably got to pay some type of little taxes on it. Not, not doing that. I mean, he do now, I'm sure. But, but I, I, even back then, because when I say sell out the trunk, you know, a lot, they sold out their trunk, but they would sell their tapes on consignment to, to the mom and pop uh, 
uh, record stores, like mm-hmm. let's say you would go into manifest, manifest disc mm-hmm. and tapes, and you would say, I'm gonna give you a hundred, a hundred tapes. I'm gonna give you a hundred tapes. Now, when I come back in a week, you either give me back my hundred tapes or you give me back eight dollars off of each tape that, that you sold. You know, so that's how they, you know, they might not be $8, might be $7, whatever they, whatever price tag they sign on. Now, stuff like that, you got to pay taxes on because Manifest going to pay their taxes. Mm-hmm. So, but that, that's what a lot, that's what, especially the, the Texas, the Texas guys did, man. These Texas guys, you know, Slim Thug, Chameleonaire, Power, all them dudes was like multi-millionaires and not even leaving the fucking state of Texas. You know, zero, they all these. You know, it's like they're not huge national names, but between Texas. Underground. Mm-hmm, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, shit. They're making killers. They're making killers, man. But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I think old girl, back to Khalees, old girl tripping. No, nobody owe you shit. She don't need to call you. She don't need to tell you nothing. Much to do about nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Check this out, man. We got, um, let's pull. What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP 28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The unique lip balm, electric and sonic toothbrushes, unique smiles, charcoal toothpaste, teeth whitening gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique smiles by Tony. this thing up man uh we're gonna give some help man we want to help some folk out we got a listener letter coming up we got a listener letter um guy brought in i ain't had enough time to um to copy and paste it so what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna go straight from my email go straight from my email and i'm just gonna black out the name um go ahead go ahead check this out man he sent us he sent us two he sent us two copies but go ahead and, and read read this for us bro hey y'all Here's my question. My wife and I have been married five years, dated for about five years before the wedding, and we got two great kids, one and four. I work. She stays home with the kids because we got our money worked out. Shit's getting busy, though. Life, love life suffers, and it's hard to talk about it with her without, feeling, without feelings getting hurt because we both damn tired all the time. How do y'all recommend I try to get more wife booty? The flame is there. Just got to reignite it and could use some advice. 
love the podcast, but who the hell needs new batteries for their smoke detector? I can't be the only one you you got walking around the house thinking it's mine. Oh uh, no, nah, that, that that's one of the folks who don't be on the show no more. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't got no smoke detector. I'm in the garage. I ain't got no smoke detector. <laughs> check this. Check this. Let's go. To, let's go to part. He he sent a he sent another part to that. And it says, thanks for answering answering my question. I know there's always stuff that falls in what we do, what we don't know when the RIP 28 crew gets to talking. Here's some of that stuff if y'all need it. We got married in our late 30s and had kids right away, but planned to. I was married once before in my 20s. No kids from that one. And I'm my current wife's first husband. We fight just like any couple, but not too much. Never out of hand when we do. Kids are healthy, all good there. I don't work long hours or travel, so no stress there. I have a post-divorce run of hoes, so it ain't that I don't know what I'm doing with a grown-ass woman. You know what I mean? Thank you again. This is going to be a good one here. This ought to be a good one. Yo, man, what advice can we give this brother, man? How, how can we help this dude out, man? Who, who won't who won't take a stab at this? Well, since Chan's married, I think it's only right that he goes first. Hey, man. Hey, you know, I got a daughter in college. I got another daughter going all over the country playing basketball. Got a son playing football right now. Hey, it's you ain't got a lot of time. It, it's it's uh, <laughs> your time is not yours. It's your kids, man. But uh, you just gotta you gotta take time out and say, all right, you know. I guess you say he works, you stay at home. Start sending a little text message or something like, yeah, I'm gonna tear that thing up when I get home tonight or something like. You know, just get that thing, get it a little spicy or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't just be like, all right, we're gonna get in the bed, lay down, and then everybody get sleepy. You gotta kind of plan that stuff out because if you don't, it, it, it likely ain't gonna happen a lot of times because. Like you said, they tired, you busy. But you gotta make time for it if that's what you want. You can't be shy about it. You're married. You you've been married five years and you done been together with her five years before that. So y'all should know what time it is when it when it's time to go. Don't just be like uh waiting for the other person to make the first first step or something like that. You know, if that's what you want, you gotta go get it. I say it starts with you gotta get back to dating, man. You gotta get somebody to watch them kids. You got to get back to dating. And I don't want people to think I'm just throwing out information. I was once married too. So when I know about working them hours and how being on different schedules, but you got to make that time, especially for dating. I think when, when you get dressed up and go look good, I just think it, 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 it gets the woman aroused. I think that your smell, you got to do something to keep her aroused, man. You can't just go in there and, and like Chan saying, lay in the bed and think, it's just going to pop off like that. I think it starts before you get in the bed, like them little texts, little emails, leaving little little, little things around the house that, you know, where the kids can't get. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think you got to do it before you get in the bed. Start with foreplay that ain't physical. Y'all, y'all, missing, y'all missing a huge point, man. This man don't want to know about dating his wife. He, he, this man just want more booty. He want more booty. Yeah, he, just, he say the flame is still there. Just got to reignite it and could use some advice, man. 
check so this how out. he gonna reignite it? You know I mean, it, obviously what he, he's doing. He, ain't he, working. Here go the problem. It ain't him. The pro the problem is well, it, it might be him. It probably is him. It's something he's doing. His wife has lost her sex drive. She don't want to have sex with him anymore. That that's the problem. That's the problem. And if he go out and say, "Oh, let's go on a date. Let's let's do this. Let's go on a date." That ain't that ain't getting to the problem of the issue. He got to sit down. He worried. He worried about hurting his wife' feelings. He worried about his wife being sensitive. But you got to have a conversation, bro. You got to sit down and talk to him, man. He said it's hard to talk with her about her without her feelings getting hurt. But you got to have this conversation, man. You got to let her know. He said, Bitch, I'm hungry. I mean, horny. You know, you you yeah. might not want to say that. You he might. said he said feelings getting hurt. He didn't say her feelings. Yeah. He's saying that. Either one, one of one of those feelings getting hurt, either his or hers. It probably probably her her feelings getting hurt, but you gotta have a conversation and find out why she don't want to have sex. Because let's be honest, the kids are one and four. They one and four, bro. One and four. They take a lot of naps. They take naps, bro. It don't take it don't take but five minutes to get the job done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he ain't say he need to be in there a long time. He just say he need to be in there the right time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Kids, even if they are tight, I mean, kids go to bed, man. Put put a four-year-old to bed at 8 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Sly, you, it could be he ain't satisfying her. Yeah. That's why I say you got to have a conversation. Be. It could it could be to where she like, man, I ain't, I'm tired of wasting time. You, you he, said, he, he said he was a hoe after he got divorced first time, so. He know what he doing in the bed. Know what I'm saying? Now that that don't mean that just because you know what you're doing, if you ain't got the right tools. Hey, if you ain't got the right tools. Hey, we we can't we can't assume that about this dude. I, I ain't assuming. <laughs> he he hey he asked us for advice, so I'm just telling him it might be where he ain't satisfying her. Bro, uh, he probably I, I I I like to think he's all right. He he wrote into our show, so he's a My- pretty good guy. My thing no, is- that ain't got being a good guy and not having the proper tools, dog. Ain't got that's two separate things. <laughs> my my thing is now, she got she got two kids, one <laughs> one and four, and she don't have no job. So obviously she must be home with these two kids all day, and and I guess having a one and a four year old being home with them all day could could probably, you know, that's that, stressful. I'm that's stressful. I I, I yeah. give it to her. that. That's stressful. But but man, you you need to talk to a find. Hey man, if you stressful, what you need me to do? You need me to rub your back. You need me to run the tape when I get off work. Cause he said he said on his side that that he ain't stressed out when he get off work. Like right here, he said he don't work long hours or travel, so no stress there. So my thing is, if you get off work, why don't you come home, take the kid to the park, give your old lady hours to herself. You know what I'm saying? Give your old lady a little bit of time to herself, man. Let her, let her, let her detox from the kid. Yeah, yeah, good idea. I guarantee you, you do something like that. You let her detox from the kid. You let her get away from the kid. She gonna start. She gonna get that energy, and she gonna want thank you. She yeah, might want thank you nastily. But but, <laughs> but what he but it, what he was sounding like he was saying they both so tired. You know what I mean? Like so, she tired from being with the kids all day. And he tired from work, so it sound it sound like he ain't got the energy to do all that much either. So you know, all I can say is 
and you froze. If you want to get what you want, you better find that energy. I say you better find that energy. But he's he, but he just said he don't work long hours. But, say, but he did say he didn't have. They were tired all the time. What he tired from if he ain't working long he hours? Ain't working, he ain't working. Uh, he ain't don't know what, you don't know what his job is. His job might be uh, throwing bricks for eight hours straight. <laughs> he tired when he get up. He better learn to throw them hips for five minutes. <laughs> well, he better stretch his back out from work when he get home. I'll tell you, hey, bro. He got to spice it up, man. I know slide time out. You, he don't want a date, but obviously he don't want none. Obviously, it's a problem somewhere. He need to reconnect with his wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's but that's why I said he got to talk to her. Like we talked about on last week's show, you know, the, a couple of the ladies were talking on last week's show. It was like communication. You know, you yeah. got to have that communication. And if you don't talk to your woman, if you don't find out why she isn't giving you the booty, you know what I'm saying? Why she ain't, and then let's let's figure out, you also got to figure out how much is enough or how much does he want compared to what she wants. Because the thing yeah. is, he might want it every day, and she only want to give it. To him. Yeah, she won't only want to give it up every three days. That's it's something else for you women, man. You women, if you start off giving this man the booty every other day, you done <laughs> set a precedent. You 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 done set you done set a precedent, and that's what that man expect. You can't you can't wait till you married and say oh, I want to slow down. So you know <laughs> hey. it happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it happened, but that I heard I don't heard a bunch of people complaining about that. You know, oh, it you... definitely dips. It definitely decreases once you get married. I don't care what nobody says. That ain't cool. That ain't, no, cool. It ain't cool. I got you now. I ain't, hey, I'm definitely not in agreement with that at all. That ain't I don't <laughs> I don't like that, man. You done you done started me off and now now I got to calm down. Cause we married? Come on now. We supposed to be doing even more. Well they say don't start nothing, you can't finish, woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I knew you was a once a week girl, I would never fuck with you to start off with. Especially not marriage. Not marriage. Mm. You would have been the side chick for real. You like you don't you don't think I got. So I gotta get I gotta get as much as I can. Right. You right. know? But uh but bro, I I think, you know, they the brothers giving you some good advice, man, about communication. Um Sitting reconnecting, man, going out on a date. I think I think we're giving some good things, man. Yeah, Yeah, so so think about it like this too. So they've been together 10 years. You know, five years before marriage, five years after, right? You know, that's a long time to be together. You know, you start changing. She might not be the same person. I, I think we talked about this a little bit last show. She might not be the same person she was 10 years ago. You ain't the same person you was. So y'all got to relearn each other and figure out what each other like and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying, to keep that thing going. Because, you know, after 10 years, it can get a little monotonous. And then, you know, you got the kids, you got a schedule. I got to take this one to daycare. I got to take this one to school. I I go to work. I get off. I pick somebody up. You know, I come home. And and then it, we eat. And then it's time to go to bed. You know, that can get monotonous real quick. So you got to just figure out what you can do to, uh, to change up that monotony sometimes. You know, people don't want to hear this, man, but I'm a big proponent in, man. You know, you you know, you might, uh, you might need a hall pass. You know, you might need a, a once every five year hall pass. 
Well, you know, you know, you know Hall fan, need to, need to step out once every five years. You know, hey, you know, it won't the hurt. men or the women? The man. Oh, okay. I just, I just want to clarify. The man, the man, of course, of course, you know. But I mean, look, I am a, I'm a, I'm a modern, I'm a modern man. Uh, I realize that sometimes women might want to step out. They get it every ten years. <laughs> every ten years. No, not not that's speaking for slide. Once again, that does not reflect the thoughts of us. Hey, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. You don't step out on me at all, and I ain't stepping out on you. We're going to keep it classy. But it is is, uh, interesting, though, man. I I guess that thought process, uh, uh, that's why why some people are are swingers. Some people live that that swinging lifestyle or whatever. They they realize that, hey, man, this, this marriage thing, it work out better if we can step out every so often, man. I I don't get it, but who am I to judge? That might be the spice that he needs. Chance says you got to keep it spicy and all. It might be the spice he needs. That might not be for everybody. It might be for him. Like I say, I don't get these slot, but I, I do understand how some people can do because I, I guess, you know, you got, like when you're married, it's different portions of marriage or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, Sex is one one of them, you know. Being together, having a good time with each other, is one of them. Taking care of the kids, is one of them. You know, you got split up. So if they decide that, all right, the sex part is something that I want to uh, be free of or, or do what I want to do, and they got to understand them with all the other things. I see how people get into that kind of relationship, you know. I, not a, not in my realm, but I, I can understand how some people may feel like that. Yeah, to each is his own. Yeah, to to yeah. each is his own, man. I, I I don't I don't get it, but but I don't uh, know you do not be too jealous. Like like you you sitting there watching somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I don't know, but you know, like I say, everybody like you say, each is own. Everybody different, you know. Cause you know, man, you get somebody up there pounding. What you doing? Stretching my pussy out like that, man. Come on, slow oh, down. He t- hey, oh, he touching some places you can't touch. Boy. I'm telling you, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't let me be bigger than you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I just think that swinging thing, man. I just think if if he's listening, I, I just think don't go that route because that's just gonna <laughs> open up a big window <laughs> for y'all to uh, yeah. have more problems, man. Don't yeah, go good. that route. You know, you know, all the dudes be like, "Yeah, man, you know, uh, that'd be cool," you know. Until, but then it's cool until they go the other way around. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. It's always cool. You, you think about you, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. But then when you think about, all right, now it's time for her husband to yeah, 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 my wife. Uh-huh. You're like, nah, I can't do that. So I, I just, like, I just say, spice it up at home. Yeah, you be Keep like everybody man, else out your bedroom, bro. You mess everybody around, like, else. You be, you mess around and be like, man, she ain't never did that for me. <laughs> hey, what's like, that oh. thing? hey, you get back home. What's that little thing you did with such and such? I ain't never seen you do that. Where you learn that at? <laughs> yeah, that <was. laughs> I saw a little nibble nibble in a bite bite. What what was that? <laughs> can can never can never kiss her again. No sir. <laughs> Uh-uh. Keep we yourself out of bad situations, man. Yeah, man. Think it through, brother. 
think it through. Be creative, but not that creative. Hey, but what? What's and the, that four-year-old be in school pretty soon, so you have a little more time. Mm-hmm. But what's the no. the bottom line is though? The bottom line, I think, man, uh, talk to her. Talk to her. Communicate. You know, if you want to spice things up, man, figure out what she needs, what she wants to be spiced up, because you got to figure out why the sex has been cut down. Why? Because it's it's a reason. Because, you know, as much as you like sex, women like sex just as much as we like sex. They they like it just as much as we like it. And if she stopped doing it, that means she's not particularly liking it with you. So you got to find out why she isn't liking it with you. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be an uncomfortable situation. Feelings might get hurt, yours and hers. But yeah, you, she might tell you something you don't want to hear. Yeah, because, yeah, you might end up hearing something you don't want to hear, bro. It, you know, you might end up saying something. Nah, well, you don't reach as deep as I, as my ex-boyfriend reach. <laughs> you know, you, you might end up hearing that. Hey, mm. No matter how how everybody think they can't ding it's it's, it's, uh, it's it's other things out there that mm-hmm. uh, you can't compete with. It's things you just can't <laughs> You you can't win. That's what we had a conversation like uh, one of our clips. You check out one of our clips. We said, are you your spouse's best lover ever? And, um, you know, you probably not. You you probably not. I mean, you know, <laughs> ov- over time, you can become the best because if you learn, you've been with somebody long enough, you're going to learn what it takes to please them, what it takes to make you know, where you don't have to be in there all night. You know, be in there for, for 10 minutes to get the job done and over with. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, before you learn that, it might have been somebody better. And I, I'm a believer you don't marry the best you ever had. I know we don't had this argument before, but you. You mean, you mean uh, the biggest freak or whatever? Yeah. Because like, I don't know if I want to be with her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You think your best piece of cut up you done ever had, you ain't married her. Uh, I will say, I did. Well, your wife became the best. But I'll no, put it. No. Okay. Yeah, no, you can't I, speak I, for him. I can't. Yeah, I'm like, you going to tell me. Because yeah. I know. I told you, nigga. I know. That's what you think. Hey, you, you always think that every. Every person got the same scenario, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like that. All women yeah. is like this. All men is like this. Now, well, hey, it's all kind of different stuff, brother. Well, that is true. Chance got married at 19, so that could have been. <laughs> I was 19. That's Ch- I know. I'm joking. I'm being Chance was Chance was a virgin when he met his wife. Yeah, oh, just that. about. Yeah. Just you about. Know <laughs> huh? So you ain't know that? Chance was a virgin when, when he met his wife. I believe him. Chance said, Chance said, you're my first, my last, my everything. <laughs> oh, man. Not, um, not, uh, what was his name? Um, James that's Frank. The, no, that's the, the, the maestro. Barry yeah. Oh, you, you talk about the, on, on the movie. Yeah, on the movie. Do you remember James Franklin told, uh, told him that, uh, what, what's the name of that thing? I know it's Charlie Sheen was a, and Chris Tucker. Yeah, Money Talk. Money Talk. That's what it was. Money Talks. <laughs> money Talks, man. Oh man. Well, brother, man, we we hope we we hope that we helped you out some. 
you know, you know, we, through all the jokes and everything we say, man, we know we try to give some a little bit of advice, man, that that you can use. And I think we, I think we gave you some advice, man. Go and talk to your lady, talk to, her. talk to her, figure out what's going on. Now, you know, it's funny we. Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method, truth, love, and community. Whether coaching corporate clients, individual clients, or engaging individual counseling and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.fordcc.net or give us a call at 803 803- Four five seven five four one three. I'm just- now. You know, it's funny we're talking about movies and stuff like that. Since we're talking about movies, we might as well take a trip down the '90s block. The '90s block. You know how we do. We do every week, man. We take a trip down the '90s block, man. We go and pick up something from the 1990s, and we just toss it out there and see which one you'd like the best from the 90s. And since we was talking about movies on this week's edition of the 90s block, we're going to talk about two iconic movies from the 90s. All right. Watch your words, man. <laughs> oh, I think I think these are truly iconic movies. All right. All right. First one, Poetic Justice versus Jason's Lyric. Ooh. That's a tough one, man. Which Ooh. Which one you choose, man? And, and Chance, you brought up something earlier, man, before we got on screen. What what you said earlier, man? That we were so young when we seen it. You know what I mean? I guess we was what? I guess in the 90s, we were middle, our middle teens, to early teens, to probably. School, yeah. Yes, I mean, the way you would look at it back then and the way you look at it now, I was like, Sly, we need to actually watch these as adults. You know what I mean? I know, I know it would be hard to watch this because the – the quality of movies wasn't the same back then, but you know you still get a, a just feeling on how on how that movie was and all that stuff like that because you know I my fifteen year old self thinks nothing like myself now you know what I mean so that's the thing that we probably need to uh, consider when uh, talking about these movies. Yeah, but with that being said, what you pick? You got to look, man. I think what Poetic Justice came out, um, 1993. 1993, yeah. Jason's Lyric. 94. 94. Jason's Lyric. 8th, 9th, 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 9
and we kept pausing on that part where uh, Jada Pinkett was naked, trying to figure out if that was really Jada Pinkett titty. And trying to figure out if that was a, a body double, or that was really her titty. I think we came yeah. to the conclusion that that was a body double. But uh, but I'm going to go with Poetic Justice, man, because I think the acting was better. You know what I'm saying? I think it was a, a, just a better storyline, man. I just thought it was a cooler movie, man. And then, you know, I'm a big Tupac fan anyway, so that helped out a whole lot, too. I just thought like it was said, cool. Like I said, I don't remember them all that much, but I'm, I'm going to go with Poetic Justice also. You know, you had, I guess, the star power, like you said, you had Tupac coming out from being a rapper to an actor, and then uh, Janet Jackson. Now that my uh, favorite part I just remember about it was uh, she was like, you want some of my punani? <laughs> <laughs> and then that was, that was like her breath. <laughs> yeah, the girl came yeah, in. Like, yeah, yeah, I want some of your punani. <laughs> she blew in his face. Oh, man. But Tupac had already came out as an actor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the biggest, he said biggest star power. No, he said Tupac had just came out as an actor. He had already been in Juice. Well, I'm fine. He just came out like he was. He was. He was putting his roots in. Man, y'all some bad way. Hey, I was. I was talking to my wife about Pac the other day. We listened to a Pac song on the radio, and I was like, "Didn't he die like 23, 24? I think he was twenty five. He was twenty five like, or twenty six. I like the man. That man was young, man. Just with all that knowledge and stuff, man. Like dude, dude was uh, on another level, man. But like, he was like grown, grown, grown. 30, 40 year old man in, in the brand. Yeah, Sly was talking about being talented in the music world with um, DJ Liquid. Now that dude was talented. From a poet to an actor, to an activist, to his music, all this found his foundation. And yeah. like you said, it was wealth of knowledge, man. It's hard to go against Tupac. 20, 20, 25 years old, brother. Died at 25, mm. man. And you, so most of, most of the stuff he made, he was 22, 23, 21 years old. You think, you think, about, of, think about all he accomplished in them 25 years, man. That's what I was about to say. His impact that he had in those that little bit of time. And like that's an icon because his even though he's been gone for, what, I don't know how long now. Shit, almost 30 years. Oh. Almost, almost thirty years, man. He died in um, nineteen ninety six, so that's twenty six years. Yeah. So you think about that, and he he's still transcending. I just bought a, just bought two two part graphic tees, man. That's amazing to me, man. That's amazing yeah. the the effect that this man had on society in twenty five years, man. Twenty five years, and, 20, and it and, wasn't even twenty five whole years. It was really, uh, uh, really a smaller five window. Yeah, probably five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy, dog. That's Tupac, dog. Tupac yeah. cares if no nobody else cares. You you was talking about your your favorite scene, your favorite scene from Poetic Justice, man. I, I, I like the scene where Tone, Loke, and Pop beat up the, uh, <laughs> his baby mama boyfriend. They had to say, they had to say baby mama, and they beat up the boyfriend. I thought that shit was <laughs> he got join, He got joined up on teams with somebody. Yeah, man, man. I, yeah, I like, I like uh, Poetic Justice better than, um, than Jason's lyric, man. I just, I don't know. I thought, I just thought Jason's lyric, man, the acting 
wasn't there, man. That accent just got me so mad. Uh, Alan Payne, he always, like, he do his roles or whatever, but he always seemed like he over-speaking. Like, he just talking way too loud than he's supposed to be talking. <laughs> hey, I'm Curtis. You know what I'm saying? I got to do here this and this. <laughs> I was like, you know, it don't it don't seem as natural as, you know, some other actors. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's why he stuck on TV for the most part instead of, you know, actually getting any movies. He was in, he was in, uh, what was it, Sugar Hill? He was in another. But he ain't, no, he ain't never been a, well, I ain't gonna say he ain't never been a star actor, but, you know, he ain't getting those roles now. Let me see what all he played in, man. I guess Alan Payne was just one of those, uh, he had a, he had a run, man. He had a run. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was in, uh, CB4. CB4, yeah. I'm blacker <laughs> than black. I'm blacker than black. <laughs> And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. Yeah, man. Yeah, he had a uh, he had a good little run, man. He had a good little run. Let's see all, what all he was in. Trying to bring up his IMDb page. Let's uh let's go to let's share the screen, man. Boo, 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 boo. Allen Page. Make sure I clear off all the porn off my screen. Yeah, please do that. Embarrass us. Look at the top. On, on, uh, them tabs he got at pornhub.com. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what he is at. Uh, House of Pain. Oh, uh, yeah, he's on Players Ball. I don't remember him on Players Ball. I don't, I don't even remember Players Ball. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what that was. Uh, Blue Hill Avenue was that one I was trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah, he was Tristan. What did it say right there? On the screen. I mean, I, I ain't looking Vampire at it. Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, I forgot about Vampire in Brooklyn. He yeah. was on Vampire in Brooklyn. I ain't know he's in The Walking Dead. Nah, that's the movie. That ain't the TV show. That's 1995. 1995. Okay, okay. Yeah. I remember him on The Cosby Show. Yeah, Lance. Yeah, that's, when he was, that's when he was, yeah. I Lance. On rock. I don't remember him on, on Rock. Yeah, Different World. I remember y'all remember on Fresh Prince when he was the uh, he was the basketball player. The basketball player who had the kid and Will missed the shot or whatever. (laughs) He let him go by him. Yeah, he let him go by him. Yeah. Because Will was like, you know, he got Uncle Phil money and oh boy, um and he was he was poor or a little poor and he just had a kid. Yeah. Wow, he did New Jack City early in his career, man. That's Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah, he got he got to be up uh, there in the age yeah. of myself, himself, don't he? Like, he uh, got to be at least sixty, don't he? Nah, he in the fifties. Yeah, be fifty. How old is? Let's see. Born in nineteen sixty-eight. You do the math. You do the math. He was born in nineteen sixty-eight. Uh, so he, he fifty fifty-four. Yeah. Anyway, but his accent sucked as a southerner. It sucked as a fucking southern. But you know what though? You know who I really liked though was uh my man who played the same role and if he had a stretch for twenty years where he played the same role, uh Bokeem Woodby. Bokeem Woodby. <laughs> been the angry brother for twenty years. He just been the angry dude in the movie, man. I ain't yeah. going out like no punk. <laughs> no, man. Bokeem you know, he was in that um he was in that uh, what's that 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 uh? Until he was can't get right. 
Yeah, it can't get right. But he was in um, Wu-Tang. Y'all seen that Wu-Tang show? Uh-uh. Oh, man, Wu-Tang is on Hulu, man. Y'all, y'all got Hulu, man. Y'all need to check it out. Wu-Tang, they got they got a show. And he played the the mama's uh, boyfriend or baby daddy. He played RZA stepdad. He was RZA stepdad. Uh. Yeah, man. Uh, old Bo- 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 Still King. playing that same role. Uh, this one he played a little bit. He, he was a little older version of that role. He was an older version of it. But that more, he played the same role every damn movie, man. <laughs> every movie. I don't remember him being in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah, he was the shocker. He was the bad guy in Spider-Man Homecoming. Y'all remember that? Uh-uh. Y'all, y'all ain't never seen Spider-Man Homecoming? I, I've been watching it. I ain't, I ain't made it through all of it. Oh, I remember hey. in Fargo. He was he was good in Fargo. Yeah, y'all seen all that that show Halo? Nah, I don't I know if y'all ever played that video game, but that show Halo it's on uh, it's on Amazon yeah, Prime. I played the game before. They got a show on is Amazon Prime. What else he done been in? Uh, unsolved officers of murders or... in Snowfall. I don't remember him in Snowfall. I'm about to go and check that out. It looks like he's just in one episode. Yeah, a long time coming. Let's see what else. It looks like he just did a bunch of Lewis stuff right then. Riddick. I remember he was in Riddick. He was one mm-hmm. of the guys who was hunting hunting Riddick. Uh, who else? Black Dynamite. Do I remember him in Black Dynamite? Y'all remember him in Black Dynamite? It's been a long time since I've seen Black Dynamite. Long time. Well, he, he got a long list, though. Yeah, but dude been acting. I remember him and Ray. Yeah, Fat, yeah. Fathead Newman. Uh, what else? What else? Soul Food. Soul Food. That's a TV. You know, I never watched the TV series of Soul Food. I remember the Sopranos. I remember Sopranos. He was the. Um, he was the, the the producer or whatever. He was the the, the record label boss. Gridlock. Yeah. Dead president. You remember Dead President? He was clean. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That was good move right there, man. Dead president. Strap. I remember he was strap. Yeah, look at that, man. Oh, Bakeen Woodbine, the angry brother. Oh, well, oh, well, man. Check this out, man. We're getting close to the time. We're getting close to the time, man. We got any parting shots before we get out of here? Any parting shots y'all want to say before we get out of here? What's up, El Presidente? Hey, school about to start back. Got to get the kids back on the time schedule. They used to stand up all night on the video game. Uh, get, them, get them in bed early so they can be at a fresh start for school when it start up. <laughs> what, what about you, Brian? Man, first off, I want to say once again, thanks for the legacy and the, the great memories left behind by the, the late, great Bill Russell. And I also want to shout out one of my favorites, one of my one of my uh, current players, Miss Ja Blair, for the job she did at the Francis Marion camp today, prospect camp. Good job, young lady. Keep it going. There it is, man. There it is, man. Once again, man, it's another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast. This is a RIP 28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we do a few things and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, 
some of those things you might not like. But we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. I am Slider Sports Guy. And before we get out of here, man, piggyback on what Chance said, man. It is school season. It is school season. Time to get those school supplies. Time to get those school supplies and all those things you need for school. Hey, man. If you need it, call on Nate. Nate will take care of you. Nate will take care of you. That's the name. Check me.